Welcome to the DJ P Dog in the Mix podcast, hosted by 18 year industry veteran DJ P Dog. DJ P Dog will share stories and have guests that focus on giving artists the tools needed for a thriving music career and a path to better health. You are now in the mix with DJ P Dog. What's going on, everybody? It's your man, DJ P-Dog, in the mix. And, man, listen, we are on a roll, bro. We are on a roll here in this thing. Listen, I'm excited um, to be here with you guys on today's episode, episode two, bro, of season 16 of the DJ P-Dog in the Mix podcast. want to send a big shout-out to everybody who's watching right now live on Facebook, on Twitch, on YouTube, on IG Live. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me on Twitter as well. Listen, man, I'm, I'm excited to be back with you guys. Like I said, the brand new show is here. Um, talking about helping artists out with their music career and a path to better health. And that's what I'm going to deliver to you guys here on the show. Um, once again, welcome. Um, also want to send a big shout out to everybody listening in via Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Audio. Or is it Amazon Audible? I, I don't know what it is, bro. It's up to brand new. I'm on it, okay? So it doesn't matter what it is. If you're listening via Amazon, shout out to you guys for listening in to the show as well, all right? Listen, do me a big favor, okay? Shout out to my iHeartRadio people as well. Do me a big favor, okay? Huge favor. Very simple. If you're listening um, via any audio platform, listen, hit me with a good review. You know, give me a rating. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know how you've been enjoying it. If you're watching it um, via YouTube or Facebook, anything, leave a comment. Give me a shout-out. Let me know where you're listening from, where you're tuning in from, and I'll give you a shout-out on the next show, all right? Do that for a boy. Do that for your boy, all right? Do that for your boy. Every little bit helps. Gets me out there just a little bit further. Um, gives me some more exposure um, to the show, all right? Well, listen, man, last episode, I kind of laid out the vision for the show, kind of let you guys know what direction um, that I'm going to be going in. And hopefully by now, again, you know by the intro, again, helping artists out with their careers and a path to better health. Um, today, I'm going to keep walking you guys along <clears throat> my own personal journey, specifically my journey in Christian hip-hop, okay? Now, for those of you guys who've been following me for a long, long time, um, again, I've been in the game now for over 18 years, and so for those of you guys who've been rocking with me since since day one, you know I started out real heavy in the Christian hip hop scene, and then I kind of transitioned, and now I'm kind of doing more in the broadened um, horizon of the music world now. But I want to take you guys on this journey, and today's episode is specifically about um, why I left Christian hip hop why I'm back, and what I feel like my role is now that I am back, all right? So I want to kind of take you guys on that journey. So I'm going to jump right into it, bro. Like, I'm not going to waste no time. I'm going to hop right into it. I had something else that I wanted to do, um, but nonetheless, it's not going to happen on today's show. Maybe the next, I don't know. I don't know, but follow your boy anyways. Like I said, bro, listen, I've been in the game for over 18 years, and I got my start in the music business um, working specifically in the genre of, of, or the movement, whatever you want to call it, of, um, of Christian hip hop. And for me, that journey started, I mean, really, I got in, in introduced to it when I was a kid, um, listening to 
Christian radio as a kid, you would hear hints and little, you know, some sprinkled hip hop um, in there. I never grew up in, in quote unquote, what we would consider to be hip hop culture, even though looking back um, at my life and my career, it was like hip hop culture through and through. Nonetheless, that's a show for another day. I'm talking about specifically um, Christian hip hop um, here on today. So I got my introduction into the business of Christian hip hop or the industry of Christian hip hop in 2002. I remember the summer of 2002. Um, I got I bought this computer. It's actually sitting over here in the corner. And back in the day, bro, we used to have um, there was no Facebook. There was no YouTube. There was none of that. None of that stuff exists. We had chat rooms, though. And I used to have a Yahoo chat room. And in this Yahoo chat room, I used to host, um, I used to do like a little music. I used to host the music chat room. And you can talk um, into the chat room and talk to you. Kind of like what this new Clubhouse gimmick is now. That stuff ain't new, bro. It's been out for forever. It's just being reimagined and reinvented and repackaged. So that stuff has been out, bro. But nonetheless, I got involved um, doing what I would call a mock radio show. So that's what I was doing in this chat room. And a friend of mine said, hey, man, you need to reach out to these guys who's doing, um, who's doing Christian hip-hop radio here in the city of Durham at North Carolina Central University. And the guys were Jay Bell and Bobby Parker. And I remember listening to these guys on the radio, and I said, bro, I got to meet these guys. If I could do nothing but just sit in on one of their shows, I would love to do that. So I reached out to them, and I said, hey, man, I'm really interested in, in radio. I'm interested in Christian hip-hop. I just want to come down to the station um, just for one day and just sit and just watch you guys if I could do that. And they said, yeah, cool, come on through. So I came through to the show, and they told me out the gate. They said, listen, we, we just had an intern. It didn't work out. We got rid of him, so we're not really looking to have nobody here long term. I said, no worries. I'm not trying to be here long term. I just wanted to come check out one show just to kind of see what it's like and just see how you guys roll and see how you maneuver, you know, on the mic, behind the scenes, the whole nine yards. So I, I sat, man, I sat for three hours. I didn't say a word, okay? I watched these guys, and I was just in awe that I was even in the building. And they can tell, like, man, this kid is hungry. Like, this kid, he wants it. So before the end of the show, they say, listen, we know we said, you know, whatever, whatever. We don't want to really have anybody. But, man, we see that you, you're really interested in doing this. So why don't you come back next week and, and let's see how this thing works out. So that summer I went every single Saturday. And these guys, man, they trained me on the radio. They, they, they put me through the ringer. I'm not going to lie. It was tough. Um, there were many days where I would mess up live on the air and I would hate going back and say, man, why? Like they would, they would get, they would get on me, bro. Like it was, it was tough and I would hate going sometimes, but I said, let me keep going. Let me just keep going. Let me just keep going. And it was like, no matter how hard it was, I just kept going. And because I kept going and I was getting better, they allowed me to have more responsibilities. So my man, Jay Bell was doing some events. And one of the events that he did with his church, he brought in at that time, 2002, the best Christian rap group of that time was Cross Movement. And he had a big event at his church. He said, man, we got Cross Movement coming in. Won't you come out and help? I'm like, oh, bro, like this is, this is golden, bro. Like, yeah, let's go. And so um, rocking out with him in that event and, and seeing those guys, that was my first time 
um, meeting the the upper echelon at that time of the Christian hip hop world. All right, Human Emergency was their album that was out, um, and and you know, gotten to meet got to meet the the great DJ Official for the first time because that was one of his first shows um, with the group as they were transitioning from DJ Earthquake to DJ Official. So I got to see that. The Truth. He was one of the new guys that they was bringing on. He was there. It was crazy. So this is my first introduction, like full throttle into the Christian hip hop world. So fast forward. After that summer, I went to Liberty University. And you guys heard me tell a little bit about that story on last week. I'll kind of give you a brief snapshot so you'll understand where I'm coming from as we go along um, with this story. So I go to Liberty and I get involved with radio there. Eventually, I start a show. Um, like I said last week, my first interview on that show was KJ52, and through that show, I got to meet everybody, bro. Um, you know, Lecrae, Tadashi, Trip Lee, Show Baraka, um, KJ was on the show, K Drama, um, Kenton Jones, so many artists that were that were the top tier um, of that day. You know, Flame, Thizzle, Jr. had all these guys on my show. All of them, Richie Righteous, Corey Red Precise, Todd Banks. Listen, you name them, R. Swift. You name them, bro, they were on my show, okay? I had all these guys on my show. I was embedded in the Christian hip-hop world. Not only was I doing radio, but I was touring as well. Started touring with an artist at Liberty University by the name of Humble Tip, who's still doing his thing. Salute to my man. That's my man, 100 grand. And, um, and through, you know, just doing all these shows, Opening up for the truth, opening up for Lecrae, DJing for Lecrae, DJing for these guys, going to the festivals. Like we was in, I was in this thing heavy, okay? And doing radio, my number one goal was to really push the movement of Christian hip hop. But then something happened. Because as I got involved with it more, for you guys who are fans of the music, you guys only got to see things from a fan's perspective. I was not only a fan, but I was involved heavily um, behind the scenes, too. And so a lot of things begin to happen um, behind the scenes that kind of made me start to kind of drift away a little bit. And, and let me be clear, not drift away from my faith, but drift away from trying to weed out, you know, how what is my place in all of this? And, you know, again, traveling with Humble Tip and then after that, signing the contract to travel with, with Reach Records and tour with them, I think that's when it really opened up my eyes because now I'm not just playing the big dogs, I'm touring with the big dogs of the CHH world, okay? So I'm getting to see a lot more behind the scenes of how the business is run. Um, I'm getting to hear a lot more of the scrutiny and, and being put under the microscope of what was happening with these guys and some of the maneuvers that they were moving and how they were doing business. So I got to see, I got to go beyond that veil, bro. Like I got behind that curtain and, and I got to see a lot. Okay. I was there when, when artists were trying to, were kind of making their transitions from being called, you know, a Christian rapper to a rapper that's a Christian. I was there for a lot of that. Um, a lot of those conversations were had, um, you know, on planes, backstage at shows, what have you, whatnot. Let's keep it moving with the story because I want you guys to follow me. But there were a lot of other things that were happening. One major thing that happened, and I remember this vividly, before I got in, and, and let me give you a quick backtrack, because before I got into radio, before that 2002 mark, I used to listen, like I told you guys before, 
I used to listen to gospel radio a lot. And back in, I want to say, 99, 2000, okay, gospel radio started playing gospel gangsters on radio, okay? Now, fast forward 10 years later, gospel gangsters, they did their thing, still doing anything, salute to those guys. But by this time, 10 years later, Lecrae is the guy, okay? And I remember going to a, an event. Um, it was right after... Lecrae had dropped Rehab, um, which was an, is, that's one of his best bodies of work, hands down, period. And I remember um, going to the Stellar Awards because they were giving Lecrae an award through, you know, during the radio um, award session. They were going to award him for being like 15, 16, 17 weeks or something like that at the top of the charts. And, and he performed during that situation as well. And I DJed for him. And I remember all the radio personalities in black gospel radio. You know, they were all there. You name them, they were there, bro. And I remember one particular program director who was the program director for my local gospel station was there. He walked out of the room after we got the performance, and I, and, I, and I ran him down and said, hey, man, listen, you see what's happening? What we got to do to get Christian hip-hop on, on black gospel radio, bro? What do we got to do to make it happen? And he said, ah, oh, man, you know, we tried it 10 years ago, and it really didn't work. And I was like, bro, that was 10 years ago. That was a decade ago. Like, you got a Christian rapper who's 16, 17 weeks, number one on the gospel charts, okay, number one, not only number one on the gospel charts, but nominated for the gospel Grammy for rehab, and you're telling me because something didn't work 10 years ago, you're not willing to try it again? Brand new situation going on, bro. Like, you don't... You know, so I, I kind of, from that point on, I started to see, okay, what's what's really going on? And I got to understand the business on how LaCraven got to that spot, okay? I get it. It's a business move. I, I understood, and I'm still learning, but I understood that point. Okay, I see how we got here. I get it now. It was for a bigger purpose later on down the road, Okay. Fast forward again, now I'm, I'm with Lecrae at another award show, okay? And <clears throat> we're at the Dove Awards, all right? And the Dove Awards um, had Lecrae performing. And by this time, man, what album was out? By like, Rehab was out, Overdose was out. He had already won the Grammy. Um, so he was hot. Lecrae was hot, hot. Like anything this brother touched at that point in time was gold. Um, and I remember being there. Um, this particular weekend in Atlanta, they had just did the Man Up Conference, sold out event in Atlanta. Um, they killed it. And then the very next week was the Dove Awards. And so I stayed back in Atlanta that weekend in DJ form at the Dove Awards. And I was watching certain things happening. Okay, follow me, guys. I don't believe, and I could be wrong, but I don't think that I am. I don't think that they ever had the Dove Award for the hip-hop category on TV until that moment. I remember having conversations with my man T-Bone and how he was nominated years before, and they had they had always had that category in the pre-show. But not only did they put this one on TV, because they knew Lecrae was going to win the award. That's just what it was. They knew he was going to win the award, and he did a major performance um, at that particular Dove Awards. That wasn't his first performance, but that was a major one because it was his own, and he got to bring 
his guys out. He brought Tadashi out, and I DJed for him um, for that event as well. But I, I realized something. I realized that the Christian music industry is still an industry, okay? And so it, it was just going to, for me personally, knowing how hard a lot of us have fought to get to certain spaces, um, it just became kind of difficult for me to watch and see, like, and asking this question, are, are these guys using our artists because they're pulling numbers? I don't know. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, and I, and I think I'm getting it more, but so that, that was a thing for me. You know, are these certain spaces, I'm going to say it like that, are they using some of these artists that are Christian rappers because they got a following now, because they can bring in the dollars and cents, let's keep it a buck, are they now putting them on um, the stage? But then I look at it from a holistic standpoint and say, well, maybe they've been doing that for years with all the artists that they've been putting out, knowing that all these guys can be a draw. I don't know. I don't know. That's not what made me walk away from CHH, though. But all those things kind of played a, a small role. Here's the, the community of Christian hip-hop begin to change, okay? What you begin to see happen, you saw the 116, you saw the cross-movement movement in that era. And from that era, you saw a new crop of artists that came. So you had cross-movement um, at the time, and then, behind, like, so you had artists that was kind of around them, like the Shylins and the Latmo Records. Um, and then I would look at the even Outer Circle. Um, you had, like, the Todd Bangs, the Corey Red Precise. Um, and then you had a new crop of artists that came behind Cross Movement on that label. Um, Lecrae was on that label through a deal with Reach. You had R. Swift, The Truth, um, Flame, JR, Everyday Process. Um, and then you had other cats that came behind them. Um, you know, so it was a growing thing, but the community of Christian hip hop began to change too. We went from a tight knit community and it was always a bug out for me when I would go to major Christian hip hop events like Flavor Fest or um, a rap fest that was in the Bronx, New York. And I would see like the bigger name Christian hip hop artists get together and it would be kind of like they got their own little who's who situation going on. And the little artists, the young up-and-coming dudes, felt some kind of way because they were like, ah, man, why ain't they out here fellowshipping with us? And guess what? I'm going to keep it 100. I was one of those dudes that was doing that kind of stuff. But as things go, as things went on, and then I kind of became a part of that group, if you would, because I was DJing for all these artists, I began to understand a little bit better from a perspective of, Man, we can't, we can't, we just can't get to everybody. It's just not possible. So you begin to have these arguments budding in Christian hip hop about clicks. Um, how come this person ain't supporting this person? And a lot of times, what these Christian hip hop artists would do is they would get upset because the bigger name wouldn't give them the the rub, if you would. Um, oh man, he'll 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 shout this guy out, but won't shout this guy out. And after Working with these guys, the bigger guys, I started to understand why they move the way that they move. You can't give, <laughs> you can't give the shout out to everybody. That's just what it is. Because in reality, if you give a shout out to everybody, then eventually that shout out doesn't mean anything anymore. 
That rub doesn't mean anything anymore. That feature doesn't mean anything anymore. If you're giving everybody the feature, if you're giving everybody the shout out, over time it dilutes itself and it doesn't mean anything anymore. So I, I understand that now, even as a DJ. I understand from my point of view, I can't play everybody. I want to play the best of the best of the best. Because if I start playing mediocre music, that's going to mess up my brand. So I'm understanding business. I'm understanding branding. But then other arguments started to come up. Where artists started to say, well, I'm not a Christian rapper anymore. I'm a rapper that's a Christian. Like everything that I do is still faith-based. So we got hung up on titles. We got hung up on titles. And Christian hip-hop as a whole had just come from such a long way for us to start imploding from the inside out, just terrible. I mean, we survived the G. Craig Lewis era where this guy was literally going from church to church telling churches that Christian rap, Christian hip-hop is of the devil. We survived that. And to have survived those things and to be kind of eating away at each other from the inside out, it just became a very toxic um, environment, bro. And, and it got frustrating to me, but that's not what that was. That was frustrating and I endured it. I got tired of having the conversations of are the cello awards going to really accept this? Is the gospel world going to really accept this? Are the dove awards going to really accept this? Uh, or is the CCM world going to really accept this? And what I had to, what I've understood, what I understand now is Christian hip hop is still hip hop. Okay, keep that in your mind because I'm, I'm going to get there in a second. Christian hip-hop is still hip-hop, okay? So I felt like what we were doing, we were trying to, to fit that square peg in, in a round hole and it just wasn't working. Top of that, we're having these arguments. But then this is where the straw broke the camel's back because what I started to realize was that people who enjoyed Christian hip-hop weren't real fans of hip-hop. And they didn't understand, they don't understand the origin of hip-hop and how hip-hop is utilized, was always was created and utilized for us to talk about things that are happening in our community, specifically the African-American Latino community. Okay, you look at the history of hip-hop, go back to the Bronx, that's what you saw, okay? They were making records that were talking about things that were going, in their, going on in their community. They were making political music. It was almost like the news broadcast of the hood, okay? That's what hip-hop was. That's what hip-hop is, okay? I'm not talking about what y'all hear on the radio. I ain't talking about that, okay? I'm talking about real hip-hop. That's what real hip-hop is. Follow me here. Something was happening within the black community that a lot of our Christian rappers started to shed light on, okay? Police brutality, um, injustice, oppression, a lot of systemic racism, and a lot of our artists started to speak out against that stuff. And what I began to see was the most gross and disgusting things in the Christian world that I had ever seen before. I literally saw people getting on Lecrae saying what are you talking about stop talking about that kind of stuff don't forget we made you you know what i'm saying you where you are because of us they wanted him to do the song and dance gimmick 
and not talk about real life stuff. And and that was what I had to say. Okay, I gotta pause, and I gotta go somewhere else for a little bit. So it, it's it's not so much Christian hip hop that I left. It was like I had to disconnect from the Christian music industry. Period. Unfortunately for me, that meant I had to disconnect from Christian hip hop for a minute because again, what I learned was a lot of people who enjoy Christian rappers and Christian hip hop were not true fans of hip hop and don't un don't understand and didn't understand what hip hop was all about. But here's what I say. Again, Christian hip hop is still hip hop. So where did I go? Where did I go and what did I do? Let me tell you what I did. <clears throat> I stayed hip hop, bro. I went back and I educated myself on hip hop culture. Okay. And, and what I learned was me as a DJ, I'm standing on the shoulders of a lot of other DJs who came before me to create this movement called hip hop. Now me as a DJ and as a Christian, I get to push a certain style of music in hip hop culture that not only speaks to the culture in general, but speaks to the heart and soul of the culture through the message of the gospel. So that's what I got to do. Um, so I got embedded more in the underground hip hop scene and I went and I, and I searched and I saw, I got involved with festivals, beat battles, DJ battles, other events. And, and man, let me tell you, I, I I'm floored because now that I've gone over and now that I'm back, cause now we're at this point. Cause I, I and I'm just giving you guys, I'm not even going deep into it. Not going to do that on the show, but I'm just kind of giving you guys, I'm giving you guys a little bit of the journey here. So follow me. Now that I'm back, I feel like I have a better understanding of where Christian hip hop needs to be. It's hip hop. I'm no longer trying to make that square peg fit in the round hole. I'm not involved in CCM at all. I, if they hit me up and want me to do a little something, something, fine. But I'm not going out of my way to be involved in CCM world. I'm not involved heavily in the gospel music world. Okay? Again, same thing. If they want me to come over there and do something, some mixes or whatever, fine, I'll do that. But I'm not going out of my way to do that. I want to help artists of, of any genre, but specifically the Christian hip hop artists to understand what their place is. Cause now I understand my place. Now that I've worked with the top guys, it's like, where do you go from there? Um, you know, I, I've created my own situation. I do my own shows. You know, I don't even DJ for artists anymore. Don't need to. If they hit me up to do something, I'll do it, but I don't need to. I'm not there anymore in my career. However, I am in a space where I want to help these up-and-coming artists and even established artists reestablish themselves. I had some great conversations with some well-known CHH artists who are established to help them think through rebranding their situation. Because after I've gone over specifically into the hip-hop world, bruh, we've got the answer for hip-hop. We put on some great shows. Okay, we put out, in my opinion, Christian hip hop is the best hip hop music out, period. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. We got people who can drop bars. We got people who can do amazing shows. And, and I feel like hip hop world is, is, 
is dying and wanting more stuff like that. So not only do we have the answer for that, but we've got the answer for hip-hop, which is, of course, Jesus, right? So what better way to be involved in hip-hop culture than to take this music, to be involved in hip-hop culture, to build relationships with people in hip-hop culture, but to keep my faith intact, not compromise, and share that as well um, to a culture of people who need the answer, okay? So I don't, for me, right now, 2021, this is what I'm about, bro. I don't have the time for the for the crazy arguments. And, you know, I went back and listened to some of my episodes here on this show. Um, the last season I did, I got the last full episode I did, I think it was called um, Jesus is, is Jesus Walks with Kanye or Jesus is the Savior of Hip Hop or the real, the real Savior of Hip Hop. And I'm listening to that episode. I'm listening to other episodes where I'm venting my frustration, which is why I had to walk away from this show. I'm done with all that. I know my place. This is where I'm at now. I want to come alongside of the CHH artists and artists in general to help them build their brands, to think through business strategies. I'm going to be bringing on people who can tell stories. I'm going to tell more stories of my 18 years on the road touring um, all over the world, bro. I've been all over the world. I'm going to tell a lot of stories that have never been told, okay? Never been told. You're going to hear them all right here. But one of the things that I got to do this summer, so along with that being my new place in, in Christian hip hop of coming alongside of artists, helping them think through branding and whatnot, is I've had to go and educate myself on the origin of Christian hip hop. And and I did a show, a live stream this summer called the Christian Hip Hop Throwback Mix. And one of the guys that I got to play is one of the first artists that I got to listen to as a kid growing up, my man T-Bone, okay? And I remember reaching out to him via DM on Instagram because I didn't even know where this guy was. I had no idea where he was at, what he was doing, nothing. And I reached out to him, and, and I said, hey, bro, I'm playing some of your music. Come check me out. He came through the live stream. I reached back out to him and said, yo, man, thanks for coming by. We started chopping it up. And he had just started the House Arrest Show, episode one, with Soup the Chemist um, from the legendary Christian hip-hop group SFC. And I knew nothing about Soup. I knew nothing about SFC. None of that. And watching that first episode, I was so enlightened. Like, okay, I need to go back and re-educate myself on the Christian hip-hop scene. And so having that convo with T-Bone, he said, man, why don't you come and join me on the show? So I joined him on the show, and I actually started producing his show. And through that, I got to learn not only from the Soup the Chemist, but the Dynamic Twins, um, Gigi, the sister of D-Boy, Danny D-Boy Rodriguez, the first Christian hip-hop martyr. We got a chance to chop it up with her. Um, who else? My man Fred Lynch of PID, Preachers in Disguise. Got a chance to chop it up with him. The godfather of Christian hip-hop, okay? We got a chance to chop it up with, with him as well. Listen, it, it's so many guys that I got a chance to to hear about, you know, the, you know, the Godfather, Stephen Wiley, um, got a chance to chop it up with him. Um, so many. And so producing that show with T-Bone has helped me to, to reintroduce me to Christian hip hop, to hear these guys' stories, to see the shoulders that I'm standing on in the Christian hip hop world, and then to bring other artists on like Social Club, um, to bring KJ52 Onto the show. One of my good friends, WWE superstar 
AJ Styles, we had him on the show. So many artists that we had on the show. Um, and, and just being able to chop it up with T-Bone. Because even though, like I said, 2002 Cross Movement was my group, before I even heard about a Cross Movement, I was rocking with T-Bone. And all these years later, I'm just now getting connected with this guy. And so really bringing this thing all full circle, okay? And so that, that's where I'm at now. And so again, we have the answer um, for hip-hop, and I hope that this show, the DJ P-Dog in the Mix podcast, can take artists on a journey um, through the lenses of my career on some do's and don'ts, hearing some amazing stories, and just showing you guys you can do it too. But not only are you going to hear my stories, but I'm going to bring other artists on. I'm going to bring business people on. Okay, I got this stuff in the works. I got people, I got shows already in the can. Well, I'm bringing on people that's going to help artists advance their careers. Amazing people that I've gotten to know over the years, people that I've been networking with, people who have a heart to see artists win in 2021 and beyond. I'm going to be bringing all that to the table on this show. And I'm going to bring you guys some amazing health tips too because you're not going to be able to thrive with a healthy music career if you don't have a healthy body and holistic health going on to maintain that okay so that being said all right and this is why i wrap things up here on today's show next week okay i've got a guy who i call one of the gurus of resistance bands training his name is discipline dave i use all of his training materials to get in shape i've been losing a lot of weight and i use the resistance bands training that he has he's going to be right here on this show next week so if you're looking for some health and fitness tips. And this is for anybody, okay? If you're looking for tips on health and fitness, we talk for a good amount of time. Not a lot. I think the interview lasts about 30 minutes. Um, and we talk a lot about health, fitness, the importance of health and fitness, some great tips, strategies. He gives out a lot of his information. And, and most of everything that he does is free, okay? And so he's going to be right here on the show next week. And, and so it's going to be a great, great show. Listen. I got something else I want you guys to do because live events are done. And like I said, bro, I, I haven't been able to do any live events because of COVID, but I am doing live streaming events. All right. So if you go to bands in town, if you got the app bands in town, look up DJ P dog and follow me on bands in town. So you'll know when I'm going to be doing live streaming events. I've got about 20 dates that I'm about to load up very, very soon. Um, a, a array of events that we're going to be doing events that are family friendly um events specifically for college students um you know my birthday's coming up bro i got a big situation that i'm going to be doing for my birthday all that is going to be live stream and you can be you can see all those things um keep up with the dates rather by going to bands in town look up djp dog and make sure you guys follow me there it's free just follow me there it's a free app if you don't have it no worries if you got it follow me um, and make sure you keep up with me. And also, keep up with me um, by way of my email list. So if you go to djpdog.com forward slash free, you can, um, be, you can be added to my email list. And I'll make sure that when, you, when I send out my e-blast of whenever things are coming out, whether it be a mix, a podcast episode, whatever that may be, you'll be able to know um, what's happening um, with that. So all that is going to be coming. So make sure you follow me on my social platforms as well. See the little, let me see if I can get to it right here. Let me pull my out right there. 
There it is. At DJP Dog on Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure you guys follow me on all those platforms. If you listen to the audio version, you couldn't see that. Um, but, you know, make sure you try to check out the video version if you haven't already. And um, subscribe. Subscribe to everything. YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Keep up with your boy. Next week, we got my man Discipline Dave on the show. And listen, I got more stories, guys. I got more stories, more things that I'm going to share. Um, a whole lot more. Let me look at my list to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. I'm getting up there in age, bro, so I can't remember everything off the top of my head. I think I got everything. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I got everything. I got everything. Guys, thank y'all for tuning into the show. I'm your man, DJ P-Dog in the mix. And um, I will catch you guys on the next one right here. Whether you're looking at YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, or DJP-Dog.com if you would. Whatever you listen to, thank you guys for taking time out. I will see you guys next week. Same time, same station. One love. Peace.